What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we recap All-Star Weekend in Cleveland, Ohio. Did I actually like Cleveland? You'll find out. And many more stories on my trip there. We talk about the second half, or rather the third of the NBA season. We're coming to a close. Chris Paul is out. Who's going to win the West? Who's going to win the East? We talk about Juwan Howard. Should he be fired? Should he be suspended? And we check in with Eagleson because hockey has 72 hours. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. He's on all year, every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh, he broke his ankles. What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sediment. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Jack, you're uh, you're breaking out a little bit. Why? Your skin. Did you did you happen to wipe off the makeup before you went to bed last night? Yeah, they gave I, me they gave me a lot of uh, wipes, and it took like five to get the makeup off. Did you feel pretty? No. Was that your it's first a- time doing makeup? First time doing makeup, um, had the official TNT bleacher makeup lady, Tracy. She was quite nice. When you actually look in the mirror, like, because they only do the stuff that's going to be seen on TV. So it's like that part. And then it's also done for TV. So it actually doesn't, like, look good in person. Like, there's some people who do, like, sideline reporting. So the makeup actually is supposed to look somewhat I don't know. Uh, it makes you look a little bit like a clown show. I think but. that you should just become a casual makeup wearer from time to time. I mean, it's your it's your new thing. Um, but no, on no, TV, no comment on the biceps. Like I saw a lot of comments that like, no, mine mine are looking good. I just did bad biceps today. I was I was wearing a cuts t shirt and everyone was like, "Damn, the buys look big." Instead no, everyone of- was not like, "Damn, the buys look big." Everyone was like, "Throw a fucking tie on." <laughs> yeah, everyone was saying that. <laughs> like, we're not big M. We don't need to wear suits. But um, saw you on TV. That was weird as fuck. Mm. Um, what else is on my mind? Ooh, let's talk about TickPick for a second. So you were in Cleveland this weekend, which you fell in love with Cleveland. For we'll Cleveland, that it. is. Yeah. For Cleveland, that is. And I assume when you were there, one of your first nights, you had oysters at dinner? Yes. And you tweeted something very interesting. And I think I've had this conversation um, with my friends plenty of times before. You tweeted, how many oysters could you eat in an hour? Saying that it's not a competition. However, you're eating, you're going for it. You're trying to be uncomfortable. Right. So I know that I've said a lot about food challenges in the past. When I saw that tweet, I didn't respond right away. First thought in my head was 60, 75. And then I'm looking at the replies and I see our boy Kyle from TickPick who has the audacity to say 30. Anyone who says more is lying. I almost threw my phone across the room. So now I've set something up with TickPick where I will be consuming as many oysters as possible in one hour. And in return, once I eat 30 in probably 15 minutes, I will be going to the Sixers NBA Finals game, which is just an easy, like, 30, 30. Jack, last night I went out to dinner, and I got mussels as an appetizer, and there were probably 20 to 30 mussels, and I was just as hungry as I was, and I feel like mussels are actually harder to take down than oysters. 
Pretty similar. What was the consensus at the table? So, first of all, let's just not skip over the second part of that clause, which is Sixers NBA Finals game. I don't know if that means he's going to buy you NBA 2K23. No, no. He said, I said tickets to any Sixers game I want, and he said deal. So, I'm going to go to the NBA Finals. But you also said the Sixers. So, that's where I correct. Just for people at home, they may be Focus. Focus on the fish. Okay. So, at the conversation, we asked the waiter. And he said, yeah, probably similar. 50, 60, 70 is like a, a range. You know, it's a bigger range. But And then we did some research. Someone ate like 481. I think it's the world record. Duh. Someone ate like, I think it was like 113 in three minutes. <laughs> I could eat 30 in but, probably five minutes. But could you imagine? I think that's cap. But okay, to eat 30 in five minutes, do you know what that would be like? It would be like scooping them all into a pitcher and drinking saltwater boogers. Like oh, that's no, what is? Yes, just it would taking be. a little bit in each thing, putting a little sauce on it, and throwing it back. Be able, you wouldn't be able to speed do it like that. Okay, well, and not five minutes, but I'm talking about in an hour. I think sixty is easy. I don't think it's easy. I think. Did you guys try when you were eating to see how many you could eat, or were you no, getting it for enjoyment? No, we we only had two each. Um, we had two other- oysters. Yeah, we had other courses. We had other courses on the way. Um, but Cleveland. Let's talk about Cleveland for a little. So Your little baby Cleveland. I went so into cute. Cleveland. I went into Cleveland thinking, like, this is going to be the worst city ever. It's going to be cold. It's going to be miserable. It's just going to be Cleveland. Like, everyone hates Cleveland. <clears throat> I don't think I was far off from that upon leaving. But the food was shockingly impressive. Like, we went to some fresh market Chipotle-style place called Rebel. Rebel, Rebel, we, we're not really sure. Not a free ad. Was the best lunch I have ever had. It's not like, better than Kava. It, it was, think about Kava. Nope. Don't say times this. Nope. Kava's in a league of its own. I promise you, because nope. this was Kava, but like fresh ingredient, it was spectacular. Okay, then how does this place stack up to Bodabi? Bodabi is slightly different than that. And you got to travel across international waters for that. Uh, We went to Marble Room. It was in this big hotel, crazy ceiling. They had a live saxophone and violinist. It was pretty cool. We had the oysters. We had a truffle mac lobster, two-pound lobster, scooped out, replaced with truffle mac. Company card. Company card. And we had a ribeye. At that dinner, Jalen Rose sat down next to Casey. Is the hairline as pristine in real life as it is on television? He was he was actually wearing a headpiece, which was very interesting. Casey actually is infatuated with famous, wealthy people. And I didn't know this. And so, you know, we've interviewed, obviously, celebrities before. We've talked about how it kind of... It doesn't make them less cool. It humanizes. Just puts, yeah, it humanizes. That's the word. I guess he's never had that experience before, and which is odd because growing up, like we met Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and some, but I guess he was so young. He, and so at this age, the it's actually the wealth first, but then it's the celeb fame. So it's like the combo of the two. And I think the third factor is we grew up Michigan fans. He was like, like he couldn't speak or focus on me. Because he was just because like, of Jalen Rose, right? Because of Jalen Rose. Um, so Jalen Rose sat down next to him. Actually, had him turn on 
Jalen had the bar turn on the Michigan game, which is ironic given the uh, events of the weekend. But that place was fantastic. The funniest part about Cleveland, though, I asked on Snap, Twitter, Instagram, in-person, Uber drivers, who are all the nicest people and want to promote their little city. There's like... And and by the way, I, I wrote that they're a small city on Twitter and someone was like, yeah, they're the 57th. If you consider that small, then like 58 and on are small too. Like, okay, yeah, that's how that works. Second, I live in New York. The city's like eight miles tall and there's 7 million people. So Also, I don't think people like you're, you're giving Cleveland a lot of praise. But for people that don't know, people that know Jack Settlement, the personality and not Jack Settlement the person. Let me fill you in on a little something. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. My turn. <laughs> Jack went to, when did you go to Cleveland? Thursday or Friday? Thursday, yeah. Jack spent four days actually daddying the city of Cleveland. <laughs> Every tweet was such a backhanded compliment. It's as if he's like, every single time, oh, this meal was fantastic. Marble this, truffle that, Jalen Rose that. For Cleveland. You got subtle Baker Mayfield shots throughout the weekend. Like, you can say that you, like Cleveland, pleasantly surprise you, but you can't, but you have to also admit that the entire weekend, while you spent it giving its praise, they were all backhanded compliments and you were actually just dunking on the city. Well, you know, Abe, as we've mentioned many times on this podcast, a lot of what I do, it comes down to math and its calculations. Unintentionally have added hundreds of Cleveland Twitter followers because of those tweets. They actually think I'm like a Cleveland ambassador now. Football season is going to be spectacular. Yeah, wait till you have a weekend in life. <laughs> wait till they sign Baker. That's what I mean. That's um, going to be the What about the like when part. you go to like Detroit, Michigan, and you're just like nah, going I'm not to- doing that. I'm not doing that. So let me, Cleveland. let me let me finish on Cleveland. Every Cleveland person suggested the same three places. So for them to say there's this incredible underrated food scene, there's there's it's not places. Right. There's literally like three like it's Barrio, Melt, and Marble Room. Like those are the three suggestions. Although my Italian meal was spectacular too. The food was genuinely like unbelievable in Cleveland. For now, Central Ohio. Now to get down to the thick of things. Every Uber, twenty two minute wait. Twenty two minute wait. For an Uber, one of the most bizarre things that I've ever could seen. be like an all-star weekend Mm-mm. thing. It, it's a Cleveland thing. Uh, secondly, it's fucking cold. And yeah, thirdly, you're in Cleveland, Ohio. Like it's, it's literally when I, okay, this is how I would describe it. It's Cleveland. Like that is, that's all you need to say. Everything is captured in that statement. It's you Cleveland. probably didn't see the sun once this week. Did you? It, it was a little warm, I think, Thursday afternoon. But I feel Cleveland, like Cleveland's permanently gray. It is. Cleveland is Cleveland, and that's okay. So I'll give you my I'll give you my other big Cleveland story. Uh, our friends at Buzzer, who we worked with as well, had a dinner on Friday or Saturday night, and Channing Fry walked in, and so mm. Casey had had like the. You know, he's gotten over. He wasn't inter- starstruck by Channing Fry. <laughs> he was he was intrigued by Channing Fry. I kid you not. Channing Fry, one of, if not the most interesting people I've ever talked to in my life because he is a wine connoisseur. He started his own wine company, The Chosen Family. So Kevin, does CJ. 
Kevin, so yeah, CJ. Kevin Love is a partner. This guy was obsessed with wine, like more than his own children. I swear to God, it was incredible to listen to. Um, we drank a lot of wine with him. Saw him the next day. He was hungover as fuck. Crashed on Kevin Love's couch. Like, you know, just like funny shit that like we're friends and we would do that. But like, you don't think of it at that level. So that was pretty cool. Um, now to the festivities. To the festivities. We What festivities? Skills challenge. I like that new format. What do you think of it? Mm. Okay. One thing I thought about the skills challenge. So the first part of it was the they did shooting. Like shooting. The shooting. Yeah. The second part of it was the passing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it looked like it on TV. Am I crazy that if you're an NBA player, there's no reason you should miss a single one of those passes? So it did they did like these huge frames. Exactly. But the target for the uh harder one, but was also closer, was actually a little smaller. But I agree. The the big like if you miss the You like can throw Alex, a chest pass you can I'm throw sorry. a chest pass on L- command to half court every time. Little Giannis, like he just, like you just can't put a guy of that skill skill level out there. Like he just he just like it's very clear why he's not in the NBA. So I thought that was fun. I like the half court shot thing. And I thought the shooting part was interesting because there was like a little bit of game theory to it. And then Garland sunk a couple fives. And Evan Mobley's a stud. He's a super skillful player. So I thought that was good. Three point contest. You screwed me and you owe me a lot. I did not screw you at least. That's bullshit. That's that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I called Cat from the top and we. And I told you I would place whatever bet that you wanted to. And you, you, you fucked yourself. I did. I did. You fucked yourself. Don't put this blame on me. Jack I fucked text- myself into a bracket format. Yeah, which Jack was you? texting me. Jack was texting me on Saturday night because he was not in a. He was in Cleveland, Cleveland, and uh, he wanted me to place a bet for him. And we were talking about who to take. We both agreed that we like CJ. Jack like Cat. I was down to ride Cat. Um, but then Jack had this random epiphany that. The three-point contest changed to a bracket rather than just the highest Have scores they move done on. A bracket in the past, maybe, maybe, like maybe. But like, where did you get this information? Right, so, to 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 further expand on the story, prop. I saw a matchup prop. That's what it was. Jack was like texting me, "Oh fuck, never mind." Cat and CJ play each other in the first round. I'm just like, uh, "All right, dude, I'm going to go pick up food, do your research, find out what's good with this little bracket thing, and then we'll place it when I get back." I was like. Oh, who do you want to bet on? He said, CJ. I said, okay. I told you I would place the bet on cap for you. I know. But you, I think yeah. Ballsack Sports tweeted there was a bracket. <laughs> no, Ballsack Sports trustworthy. It would have been like ESPN or something. Anyways, I nailed Cat. He crushed the con- I didn't realize he finished with one of the highest final round scores ever. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit, though, because now they're adding in this do shot, the two-point rack, all this shit. It was cool, though. It was cool. Uh, And congrats to Cat for that. Now, the dunk contest. Oh, my fuck. I don't know. How do we fix it? Okay, two things. It'll be on here to argue tomorrow, so tune into that. Nice plug. One, I think you pull the timer back in. If you leave the ground, that's an attempt. How is that not an attempt? Because think, I, I, I get it, but like on an alley oop, if your partner fucks up the pass and you jump up, like, then that's part of the dunk. Is is and you know what? 
I don't think we need to go full strict hardo on like the thing. I think we do. I think we do. The Jalen Green thing was one of the more egregious things I've ever seen in my life. Let's start from the beginning. Cole Anthony comes out and does the Tim thing, right? My friend, and that's why you wouldn't do the timer, by the way, because it it was like a fun thing. It took a little. It was it was it was not fun. First (laughs) off, it was not fun, but it was funny. That no, like, no, that's the that's what I wanted to talk you about. So get I was, it. You're not a New Yorker. So I was talking to our buddy Zach Greenberg, who lives in LA, and he put it perfectly. The Cole Anthony thing was funny at first. It took way too long, and then it was like enough. It was like the class clown that doesn't know when to stop. The dancing was shitty and annoying. Like, just dude, just grab the fucking ball and dunk it. His dad looked pissed off. I, I didn't stay up for the entire dunk contest oh because of God. that's how boring it was. <laughs> that's how boring it was. But that Cole Anthony actually got me like I was having like anxiety from watching him like not only take 15 minutes to take the ball, but another 15 to actually do a dunk. The moving of his and when he when he was like spot. when he oh my god yeah because like a quarter of an it dude what <laughs> and like his first 19 attempts on that that Tim's dunk. I was like, oh shit, he legitimately cannot reach rim in Tim's. Like, he's struggling to get up there. Then, he, then he banged fu- it. Then he banged. I thought that was impressive. I hate how they, they give like 45 points when these guys are doing dunks on their ninth attempt. Like, there's an element of surprise that that factors in to the dunk. That's contest. why. That's why. Like, you I shouldn't think- get a 50 if not, nobody got a 50, but you right. shouldn't get a 50. If it's not on your first try ever. See, that's where I'm like so-so about it because all the dunks have been done, right? So they have to come up with these new dunks. And so to get it like Obi's behind the back over top of someone on try number two. How is that not a 50? Because of what Abe, then I see everyone. That's the worst dunk contest ever. Remember Zach Levine. And they're showing him doing the behind the back dunk that Obi did over another human being and he got a 44 in it like that's a little ridiculous to me i think change it back to the timer once their skit is over and they're into the donkey mode start the timer if you still want to have the fun part part two to fixing the dunk contest you just have to don't have have juan toscano anderson (laughs) you just don't have juan toscano anderson i thought obi's dunks were like if aaron gordon wasn't holding a grudge over the slam dunk contest judges for four what are you 2016 then we would actually still have good like these judges obi obi deserved to be in there and he can put up some really really i think jalen green did too except he went one of nine i actually think ben simmons has a better three-point career (laughs) percentage than those players did in dunks on saturday did you catch the jalen green part of the skip for top shot yeah i saw him put the chain on the chain on so and then i was like he's gonna dunk with the like you're telling me he just put a chain on, showed, did a top 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 shot commercial, whatever. They paid him a few hundred thousand to literally throw a chain on, and then he just <laughs> didn't even off. do that dunk, <laughs> took it off, and just forgot about it. And then Ja the next night in a, a live game is gonna like hit his head on the top of the backboard. Like, why wouldn't he do the dunk cut? That's what I don't understand. Why wouldn't these guys do the dunk cut? It's so good for your brand. Aaron Gordon's brand got carried for half a decade by losing a dunk contest because he was really good at it. Blake Griffin's career, Abe, he got a, a, a 10-year deal with Kia for jumping over a low-top car. It's not even like a G-Wagon. A sedan. Right? Like, it's not even that high. It's, it's shorter than the average person. 
That's what I don't understand. It's great for the brand. I get why LeBron's not going to do it because he's hashtag Wash King. But, like, you're John Morant. Zion, if he could even jump anymore, like, he should be in that shit. I think Obi should continue to do it. Like, don't just win. Like, get better and continue to win. My it. thing is, did these guys even practice? So, it's funny. I was with Cole earlier in the day, actually. And Oops. we were like, what? What? Uh... What are you going to do? He's like, I have some tricks up my sleeve. And he, I was like, are you practicing? Like, what? And they're like, yeah, we like practice a little. And I actually know the guy who's in charge of, of practicing with these guys. They practice, but it's not like they're not putting the time and effort into like it. The three-point contest guys legitimately do the three-point contest in their own practice court. But like five times probably, you know. And same with the dunkers. Same thing. The, the skills challenge guys probably don't practice at all i mean the rookies um, were running one mile an hour that was crazy uh meanwhile the auntie brothers are sprinting it's just a shame they can't hit a mid-range jump shot um uh, so that was saturday night of the i was watching the skills challenge with my uh girlfriend on saturday night and i was like those three are all brothers and they're like she's like they all play in the nba i was like <laughs> she's like which one plays in the nba i was like that one pointing at Johannes. she goes is he good i was like, eh. <laughs> I was like I don't it's get it. complicated it's complicated <laughs> he's like the best player ever but he's the least skilled player I, I don't get it she was like i don't get it like why are they in it if these guys aren't in the nba and i was just like beats me yeah beats me why the fuck alex antetokounmpo is here it was crazy, but uh, Team Cavs won. The Cleveland crowd, once again, Cleveland's Rocket Mortgage Center or Arena, whatever it was called, was super nice, and uh, Jack's Casino, which I went to, was super nice as well. The name of the casino was Jack's. Uh, yeah, they, there was also- They have a lot of Jack's money also, but whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll get some of their money, but it's a, it's a Jack thing, you know? Yeah. You'll get some yeah. of theirs, I'll get some of yours. Um and this is like people that don't know sports crack me up. So like I'm I'm watching last night again with my girlfriend the All-Star game and Steph Curry's getting introduced and he got booed all weekend, right? She was like, "Wait, why is everyone getting cheered but he's getting booed?" I was like, "Cuz he beat them a lot of times in the finals." She goes, "So they're booing him because he's good?" And I was like, <laughs> that's how it works (laughs) we come from a position of loathing and hatred in the sports world no celebration which is ironic because as we move to sunday's festivities the all 75 was a grand or uh exhibit of celebration grand grand is a word to put it i mean fucking land the plane jesus christ what are these what are these haiku poems by jb smooth and usher forwards (laughs) Dominating the paint, stretch the floor, guards punishing the rim, the point of attack, it's the funny. front line in war. From, from my the point view, guards. from my view, I could see the like the words going. Or the whatever. teleprompter, so, yeah, that word. Um, and like you don't, you don't do you don't use teleprompters when you're on TV, do no, you? I'm, no, I'm straight up just live from the from the gut. That's where my stutter kicks in from time to time. But uh, funny, I just. We talked about it a little, the going on TV, the makeup, that whole situation. But I want to tell a funny story from the green room um, that I think people will appreciate. So free food, free food. Uh, the Alcohol? entrees. I think you probably could have drank, but I didn't have. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was alcohol or not. You know, it's technically work for some of those weirdos. Yeah. Um, so 
I finished at 4.30, go to the green room. It was like me in exchange for Isaiah Thomas on set, which is just hilarious. Um, we go down to the green room, and Alex was like, hey, do you want to leave the stadium? You can get back in, get a drink. And I was like, I don't know. I think I'll just like hang and see what happens in here because it was the TNT bleacher green room. So like Lefko comes in, who I know, and then like Ernie comes in. And like he's talking, and it's like bizarre because it's How like tall his- is Ernie? Ernie's Ernie's actually probably like six feet tall, maybe maybe five ten, five eleven, but like a, not like a little dude by like that you would think is like this little nerdy guy. Like he he's a cool guy in person. Then this behemoth of a human being walks in Jack. with his black fur jacket, and Shaquille O'Neal's there, and then uh, Chuck walks in. So they've been in there for a little. It was actually Chuck's birthday, and. I think this is telling to who they are. Like you would expect them to talk shit on air, but like, you never know. Is that actually what it's like off the air? Uh, or, you know, do they just kind of do it for TV? Shaq's about to go to the bathroom. He sees Chuck putting on his 75 blazer. He's like, Charles, who the, who the fuck gave you one of those? You're not one of the 75 greatest flyers ever. And I would like, I wish I could do the Chuck impression. Cause it would be so much better. But Shaq, Charles, won't you shut your fat ass up? <laughs> right. But Charles was essentially like, well, Shaq, you can fly down to Auburn. You can see my statue outside the arena and then hop on your hop on your plane and, you know, go to Philadelphia. I've got a statue there, too. And Shaq's like, yeah, well, you can once you're done in Philly, you can fly out west and you can see my statue outside the state. Like these two idiots are fighting. They're clearly like two Hall of Fame players. Like they're fighting over nothing. And then, of course, Jack, Kenny, we made a podcast out of that. I know. But then, of course, Kenny Smith is sitting on the couch next to me. And Chuck's like, Kenny, Kenny, where's your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Charles, like, felt bad, which was funny. And he was like, oh, this guy told me to say it for 50 bucks. Like, obviously, he's just like a dickhead. So, Pointed at you? No, 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 a different, a different guy. But Reggie Miller was in there. Um, it was cool. It was interesting to be around those people. And then uh, I went to the game. The that's the first quarter of that game is as bad as it gets. Miserable. <laughs> like you don't. You could play like slow defense, right? Like what they did in the third quarter or towards the end of quarters for charity, like. You don't need to play your fourth quarter defense in the first, but like you don't have to just let people. But then they started guarding Steph. And I don't know, maybe Steph found his jump shot because he's been pretty cold lately. I mean, he put up 50, Jack. 50 on 16 threes. Uh, he choked in the fourth, though, as per Yeah, usual. so I, I rode with you because I watched the NBA TV. I rode LeBron, all-star game MVP. I fell asleep on my couch during the fourth quarter and I woke up and the game was over and I looked on my phone. It was like team LeBron wins by three points after LeBron hits game winning thing has 24 points. I'm just like, fuck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, you log didn't on- see- Wait, you no, didn't- <laughs> I log on Twitter after I got that notification. I type in all-star game MVP and I see Steph had 50 <laughs> and I didn't get it. I was so, I woke up. I was like delirious, like in my transition from the couch to the bed, I missed the end of the game and I see LeBron hits dagger. And I was like, yes, he had a game winner and won the MVP. Let's go. 
and he didn't. <laughs> so it was pretty crazy to you know betting on the games is funny because it's supposed to add like added interest, <laughs> but in the same vein, it's like. I was literally rooting against Steph from having the greatest all-star game. Like, at the, there was a certain point when he reached 38 and he had hit, whatever, 13, 39, hit 13 threes. I was like, okay, it's over. Like, he's obviously. No, I was hoping when I was awake for it that Durant won and Embiid would have gotten it. Right. Yeah, Embiid definitely would have had a chance as well. But Curry, How good is he? Curry, Curry was magical. And the irony is, like, I'd still take that LeBron bet nine times out of ten. They were force-feeding him. He was a brick. Like, he couldn't come close to finding the bottom of the net. And he still managed, like, 24-26, hit the game winner. Like, if Steph scores under 40, they probably just give him the award. But you score 50, uh, one of nine in the fourth quarter. Like, he couldn't make the— Classic Steph. He couldn't make that game-winning three. Jokic on—Nick Wright was happy this morning. Jokic on the bench— Steph one of nine, LeBron game winning shot. A big night for um for him. The all seventy five team was announced at halftime. Some funny moments. Obviously, uh MJ shows up, probably wasted. How was he so happy? Was he just <laughs> blacked out? <laughs> he was very, very happy. It's rare to see him like that. Um the Ray Allen KG thing was pretty funny. KG was his face was definitely humorous. It was cool to see like all those legends in the building. You heard Isaiah Thomas say on air, like, if you skip this, that's like a really weird move. I think the players he was talking about was like Bird and then Russ. Like for Russell Westbrook, just because he wasn't playing well, or maybe he just actually wanted a break. I don't know. Uh but your honor is a top seventy five player, even 25 years when they do this for the 100 best players. Where will it be? And name one player now who's maybe like could be there in 25 years. Joel Embiid. Okay, give me like a sleeper. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Perennial all-star Cam Reddish. and, and And what team will be posting his uh his congratulations new york stand up baby we just gotta get <laughs> tibbs out of there and give him this fair shot facts yeah it was cool I, you know what i, didn't I find realize? it funny like i find it funny when they do this again in 75 years and you and i are 25 uh, years 25 they in 25 years they so they did 50 25 years ago and so okay. they actually add but they have to cut it off like you have to gonna... you have to take certain people out oh change the list like what happened? All right, so in twenty five years, Giannis will be in there. Luca will be in there. Well, Giannis is already in there. Is he okay? Luca will be in there, right? Ja Morant, Embiid. Like people got to come out. Bronny Junior. <laughs> <laughs> the Shanghai Sharks will be posting <laughs> him and LeBron lifting the championship trophy together. Um, but no, I feel like you have to remove certain people. Like you're telling me that you're locked in, like. No, they add be... 25. They add 25. So in like in 50 years, it's going to be the top 125 No, that's people? what I'm saying is you got to lock into 100. And then, and maybe then you, you change remove. the list. Right. Then you. But imagine you're voted. Like, did you see ESPN release a ranking? Like, they have Dame at number 75. <laughs> like, in 25 years, does he get knocked out? Maybe. I don't know. I think they should knock people out. And they should make it public. 
I th- and they I should and they should and they should remove their jacket off of them and put it on the other person, no matter what the size difference is. I did think it was cool that they kind of planned and coordinated. I didn't realize to be in Cleveland. Like I think that had to do with the whole thing. Like it was kind of for LeBron, which was pretty cool for the second best part. LeBron was all right. LeBron was treating this entire weekend like he was hosting like a party at his house. Yes. Yes. It was like so well, he weird. was, but the weirdest thing he said. You don't play there anymore. No, the even, the home team has two. Like it started in the press conference. Where he was like, Cleveland has three all stars. Yeah, Darius, yeah. Jarrett, and me. <laughs> what? <laughs> How many all stars the Lakers have? None. Yeah, that do, do, was do, do the Heat have two all stars now too? That was weird. And then like when they're announcing him in the starting lineup uh, last night, he does a little this. He yells. And then the all NBA 75, he's the last one out of the forwards announced. He's like, it genuinely looks like he was hosting a party and wanted everyone to say, thank you for having us. Yes. It was so bizarre out of him <laughs> this weekend. It was very LeBron. That's become his, his end of career kind of style. Let and me you know be what? as brutal as possible. No, no. I Like, you know, not that it's all about him, but he's... He's a narrative guy. That's why we bet on him to win the MVP. And if Steph didn't freaking ruin it, the real kid from Akron, then uh, it would have been it would have been a cool story. But I did go to the St. Vincent St. Mary's gym. That was pretty cool. Coach Drew, Drew Joyce. Yeah, Drew Joyce. He was it's actually there. my name in a group. Me. Really? <laughs> wow. Don't you ask. really, you really yeah, love ask. LeBron James, huh? All right, well, that's All-Star Weekend. After the break, there is no NBA for three days, but we got to talk about the second half. Not really second half, the final third of the NBA season. Juwan Howard is fist fighting. And speaking of fist fighting, we'll talk a little hockey with our boy Eagleson. We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, fam, we are back. I think it's like 22 to 25 games. It's not really a break. I mean, it's a break, but it's not really like the halfway point. There's only so many to go. Knicks essentially eliminated from playoff contention, so I will That's spare. That's not true. I will spare everyone. You're I don't three even Three and a half hope. games out, but I saw your schedule. Our schedule's brutal, and at this point, I think it's best. I think we finish. got like 23 games left or something. Yeah, finish, finish low in the East, get a pick waste it i don't know nft it do something zion donovan mitchell championship yeah Yeah. trade for you know the superstars that we may get 
Um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, I had some opinions on national television and I'm curious your thoughts. I picked the nuggets. Now this is a value play. Mm, I picked the nuggets. There's always value in cuties. I picked the nuggets to come out of the West, not, not winter up, but to come out of the West. I think they're like nine, 18 to one, maybe something like that. Thoughts. Murray. I, I was talking with someone in the green room sources. I actually should source this. I should source this. Jamal Murray set to make his return in the next two weeks and the nuggets are willing not willing they want jamal to feel like it's his choice when he's ready but they are like pretty much at medical clearance michael Porter jr was Mm. at shoot around but Mm. he's a little bit further away they said when he stands up and shoots the doctors say michael if you jump we're going to have to like tackle you and take you to the ground. So he's got a little bit of work to do, but Nuggets team is decent. The West with Chris, Chris Paul's injury, Draymond Green right now, Steph's been cold. I don't feel like there's a Steph's been what? Steph's been cold. Jackie had 50 last night. Okay. That wasn't an all-star game. Outside of that, he's been really, really bad. Um, I think the West is as wide open as we've ever seen. Lakers, in my opinion, are now done with the AD injury. I thought if he was healthy, I would have liked them as a flyer with an opportunity, but no shot now, in my opinion. You like that Nuggets call? You think they're cutie? Abe, the West could be a conference of cuties to get to the title and then lose to the Beast. You're right. You know what? You're 1,000% right. A cutie, that's not true. I don't consider the Suns a cutie anymore. They made the finals. Cincy. What? Cincy. Yeah, but like they call it lightning in a bottle, the Bengals. The, right. You're right. The West right, is a right, is right. a content of chock full of cuties. But yeah. there's levels to the cuties. Yeah. There's a zero percent chance the Nuggets go to the NBA finals. Zero. Really? Why? Zero. Wait, I don't get why. Is this your deep inbred hatred for Nikola Jokic? Like he's I don't playing- hate Jokic. He's got a great Raptor and and Sug and Sugon score. Yeah. Um, but they're two game, two and a half games in front of the play-in. Like they could easily be in the play-in tournament. J- adding a Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. doesn't do it to me. I get it. How? How does that not do it? That's where I'll stand up and say that's a wild. Because thing. below the rim, Russell Westbrook can give Michael Porter Jr. twenty <laughs> on the defense. Well, with Michael Porter Jr. defending. That, okay, so defensively, sure, but offensively, that would turn them into a top five offense in the league. You can try and sell me on the Nuggets, but like I just okay. there's All right, they're so not. So who's your pick? Suns or Warriors? Chris Paul's out six to eight weeks. Wiseman's not going to make an imp- like I'm six not gonna... to eight. So what's two months from right it's now? The playoffs. He's April twenty first. Playoffs. He's out till the playoffs. That's big. That's big. The Grizzlies are feisty, but they should like... just make Philly Milwaukee best of thirteen for the for the thing for the title. For the Eastern Conference? No, title? for the NBA title. They're clearly Why? far and beyond two best teams in the NBA. Based on what? Um, science. <laughs> science. Gravity with Giannis and Bede Harden. Right. How do you mm-hmm. guard them like that? Like, yeah. But uh, you know what? I'm rolling. I'm going to roll with the Warriors. I'm going to roll with the Warriors. What is going on right now? Draymond's out. You He's said coming it. Coming back. When? 
in like probably a month. Yeah, so that's a month to get to the one seed because they'll obviously win more games without Draymond. The Suns will drop without Chris Paul. I think with when the, to make up this time between now and Draymond comes back, the Warriors should all but have three games of separation in between Golden State and Phoenix. And with a month to go in the season, then I don't think that's enough to get it done. So you got Golden State on their home floor throughout the entire Western Conference playoffs. You have them playing one of the playing teams right now. It's Minnesota, both LA's, and Portland. And Portland's you know, I, in the play-in? Portland is two games ahead of San Antonio, yes. Oh, my God. The West is in a tr- – the 25 <laughs> and 30 – the Knicks would be – The Knicks might be hosting the Knicks would, another the Knicks, No, the Knicks would be the 10th seed in the West. Oh Same record God. as Portland. That's crazy. Same record as Portland. But you're right. This is a conference of cuties, and whoever comes out of this conference is going to get waxed by whoever comes out of the East. And it's as simple as that. I'm gonna I'm gonna just take Golden State though. Okay. Yeah, I think Golden State with Draymond is still an interesting team. They were flying. No, Golden State without like, Draymond. No, with Draymond Green. That's why, Abe, I do like the Nuggets as a long shot because the medical actually sa- it's rare that the medical report sounds actually promising. Like it's always dubious. We'll reevaluate. We'll, and they're saying Murray's back in a few weeks. Porter Jr. will be back before the end of the season. He's taken them to Western Conference Finals before. Phoenix has played a ton bubble. of hoops. In the lately. bubble. In the bubble. But he's better than Embiid, so give he's love not. there. In the Eastern Jokic Conference. Jokic was on the bench last night in the fourth quarter. In the Eastern Conference, I selected. They didn't let me say it on air because we were running short on time. But I was going to go with the Bucks. But I picked DeMar DeRozan to, to actually end up winning the MVP. Once again, this is a value thing because I couldn't confidently say, Joel Embiid, Jokic, or Giannis are the best picks here. There's two. Why is Jokic being so talked about as MVP, but a guy like Luka isn't? Because Jokic is like, he's freaking unbelievable. Luka's been heating up of recent. He had a really slow start to the year. 27 and a half, 9 and 9. Yeah, he's spectacular. But, like, run through Nikola's game logs. He's the only player in the league right now that's on the Giannis and Embiid level. Like, who's putting up 29, 14, and 12 every night. You know, he's he's absolutely spectacular. So, I, he's – he, in its, in its truest form, I think him – no, I think all three of those guys, like, you pull them off the roster, like, the Nuggets are non-existent. Like, I actually do think they'd be one of the – worst teams in the league realistically Sixers they have you know a superstar or sorry a max player in Tobias Harris um and then you've got the Bucks have two all-stars who, wait, you, who else well now Who's... they've hardened but before right, right, they right. did yeah just checking but before if... they yeah, didn't gotcha um I think Embiid is a favorite and he should be my issue with betting on him is I don't know who ends up winning the one plus you do have the risk of not him not playing well with James, but stats coming down a little bit in terms of production. Not even not even that. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I think yeah. DeMar DeRozan is a good bet right now to win the MVP. I got him beat at plus 800. I think he's down to 120, so I'm fine yeah. with that. But, like, there's like a if narrative. If you could sell your ticket today for half, for, like, for like plus whatever, 400, 
of what would you do it or you think like he actually I would will I win wouldn't it? I wouldn't do it just because he's my guy but if right. I wasn't a Sixers fan I would 100% do it right. because you have the narrative behind it right you have Chicago's having this great season you have Bleacher Report tweeting DeMar DeRozan broke a Wilt Chamberlain record and like everyone attaches MJ. onto that yeah, yeah MJ that's they're going to be the one seed and then you have the the whole idea of yeah Embiid's the best player in the world right now but there's the narrative that James Harden is coming and if they make a push and James Harden is averaging 26, 9, and 9, it's the whole KD Steph thing. Like, mm-hmm. okay, they can't win it because they have each other and that's why they dominate. And that's why I can see the only, like, Embiid has been so dominant through the first three, 65% of the season, right? And he has that to fall back on. But if him and James click right away, and the Bulls keep doing what they're doing, and DeMar keeps doing what he's doing, I think you see a little bit of a narrative switch. It's like right now, Embiid was there last year. He just didn't play the en- enough games in order to right. win it. So people are familiar with him being in the MVP conversation. People aren't familiar with DeMar DeRozan. So every night that he goes out and does 35 on 18 of 22 shooting like <laughs> it's going to be headlined everywhere whereas it's just another night in the office for yeah. a beat and it's more of like a narrative thing so i totally agree that demar derosa yeah the final leg to the narrative is to be honest think- can i be honest and beats the best player on the planet if the bulls are the one seed demar derosa deserves to be mvp yeah i i agree with that like yeah they brought in lonzo he's hurt caruso's hurt i think levine has been hurt from time to time. Levine was doing the three-point contest, but he got his knee drain like 48 hours right. ago. Even weirder, Chris Paul playing in the all... I mean, come on. Chris, you're my guy. You can't do that. That's like, <laughs> that is, and you know what didn't get captured on TV that I saw in the arena? Gobert went to set a screen when it was him versus D-Book, and Chris Paul looked at him like, not only is my hand hurt, but get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, Gobert's... He's, his awareness is is lacking but i agree that the east is so tight that there's no vat like who would you rather have in terms of betting at this point i i don't mind holding the mb ticket and to be clear Giannis is still the best player in the world but mb's fantastic i'll give you that he he's is the best playing, player in the world right now he's playing unbelievable basketball he's virtually unstoppable they were going to him late last night i know we already talked all-star Things weren't going great, though. Things were not going great. That's the problem with posting late in games. Everything stops. People can double. The ball's not moving. Can't double it's when a, you have James Harden on your team. It's a different type of ISO. I would encourage the Sixers to run more pick and roll down the stretch versus post Embiid, use Harden as a shooter. Because I will say, Embiid's a good passer. But that, I would say, is like where he goes to, like, if every time he got doubled. He's vastly improved his he passing has, out of the he has, he has. He has. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, he's not he's not going to kill you. Like, you want to. Some games he does. You want, you would rather send the double. Against Jokic, you have to play him straight up or it's over. Like, Okay, you can double. There's James Harden now. But James is a spot-up shooter. That's That's my point is, like, that's not where the Sixers are going to kill you. It's using both of them and then letting the others kind of space the floor. Let me fill you in on a little something, something here, Jack, as a diehard Sixers fan. Embiid hates rolling in the pick and roll. However, I have sources that are telling me there's a certain big man on the market who's a very productive 
Um, roller in the pick and roll that the Sixers are eyeing and are set to announce in the buyout market. I don't know if I want to disclose it here, but it's a pretty big name. Derek Favors, ring that bell. Derek Favors, wow. Very okay. proficient in the pick and roll. That, I mean, that you, second made, unit you with made James. fun of the Nets signing Goran Dragic, but Derek Favors should be the missing piece the same way Thaddeus Young would have been for the Heat if they got him last mm-hmm. season. Uh, Juwan Howard, punching coaches in the face. Nope, thoughts? didn't punch. No Open punch. hand punch, or do you slap. call that a slap? Slap push. Okay. Push slap. Suspension, um, firing, what's the word? No, don't not fire him. I think he should be fired. Fucking boomer. No. and that's, Holy that's shit. The thing. That's the thing. I'm not going from a boomer take here. I just don't see a path. Like, what's the explanation? to? Because it wasn't a slap. I lost my cool. I mean, it wasn't a push. At, that's at what you work. do you own it you go i lost my cool and and as a college coach you can't lose your cool and get physical to the head and neck region targeting 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 penalty in a college i can't game. believe you say you think he should be fired i think jack i think he should be i jack I that's the thing you can lose your cool you can do a lot of crazy shit you can push. They he were didn't tugging. malice at the palace. He fucking pushed his face. You say he didn't malice at the palace, but that could have been the start of malice at the palace. I think, but it wasn't. I think you think he, somebody's holding back Jawan Howard, the a Wisco player. I apparently I didn't see this. A Wisco player apparently clean clocked a Michigan kid right in the face. So now you're putting fires in danger. Oh. I think I think he's gonna be. I think it's over for him, and I think it should be. I I don't see any world where hitting another coach in the face. What if it happened in the NBA? If it happened in the NBA, it would be more. I think it would be more acceptable. More Monty accepted. Williams punches Tibbs. Bad example because you'd be very happy if Tibbs got punched <laughs> in the face. Monty um, Williams pu- punches fucking Quinn Snyder. I th- I think I think he would probably live. I think he would live. But he I don't live. Think, I I'm saying he would live to see another day. He would get they would suspend him for a long time, but they would not fire him. I think Juwan Howard may get fired. The thing is you're coaching college kids. Don't say you think you think he should. I do think he should get fired. Jesus, Jack, you have changed what up do, on so, me. So, what do you think? Yeah, this is a end rare of season. Suspended to the end of the season. I mean, they're not going to make the tournament anyway, right? I mean, they they could get towards the bubble, but it's yeah. But that's another thing. Is like, is it just a token firing, right? Are we just our uh, suspension? Are we just suspending because they're out of it and we're setting an example? You you just can't hit people in the face as a coach because of a. I don't want to say it wasn't disrespectful, although Juwan Howard did do that to Rutgers early in the season. I just don't like it wasn't that deep. So exact, it's not that deep to get fired either. I don't know. I don't think you can do that. I, you, was, you, you're right. You can't do that, but you don't get fired over it. I don't. It's know. competition. It's competition between the players. The, the coaches have skin in the game too. I'm they not do. saying that they it's do. right to not. I'm not saying it's right to hit another coach in the face. It is if you're trying to entertain me on the timeline. But <laughs> to get fired over it, but fired. It it would be extreme. I agree. But 
have we ever seen anything like this before? Have Bob you seen... Knight used to do the craziest shit. He used to throw chair. That's my point. That I'm... was endangering people. But I'm curious. Is that remember when Djokovic got kicked out of the tournament because he kind of accidentally hit a ball boy or ball girl with the ball, mm-hmm. right? The outrage, but also like the rule. Now that was the official rule. It was like, all right, that's why you don't put yourself in those positions. You don't just randomly spray balls around. It's the same reason. Like, what if he breaks his nose? What if he, I don't know. Yeah, what if, what if Jack? It didn't happen. But but because it didn't happen isn't what it should be judged on. It's what could have happened by those You are actions. a fucking narc. <laughs> speaking of I, that. I did not expect this. Speaking of that, can you? What's good with like Markeith Morris? I feel like that would be talked about a little bit. Did he ever come back? No, he's still like almost paralyzed. That's kind of wild. Yeah, it is wild. Anyway, sports that allow you want, if you want to if you want to fire someone, it's fucking Jokic. Sports that allow fighting. Let's get the Canadian in here. I mean, it's what a beautiful rendition of O Canada by our boy Eagleson at the All Star game last night. It's controlled. It's allowed. There's regulations to it. It's our favorite sport. Yeah, Eagleson, what do you what do you think? Obviously, you saw on the timeline the Jawan Howard thing. What's your reaction mm-hmm. to Jack saying that he should be fired? I, I don't think he should be fired. Sorry, no Jack. shit. It it was an don't open apologize. hand. Apologize. Open hand punch. I don't think he should be fired. That that, that is a major. That is a major difference. It was a push. It, it was a push. No, I do think it was an push, open though. hand punch, though. Like I'll agree with it you there. It was an open. It was not punch. a slap. If not you are Juwan, if you are Juwan, and you do get fired for this bullshit, how mad are you? Like, damn it! If I got fired, like, I should. See, I, I didn't know that he fist. did that to Rutgers earlier in the season, though. That makes me not have any like respect for nope. it. You you did that, and you're gonna get mad and hit another coach, and you did the exact same thing. Sorry, exactly. We don't know what was said. There was a "Don't touch me, don't touch me." The other coach kept touching him. A closed fist punch fired or still no? Be pretty sick. <laughs> if you just bop um, Because I think that goes to tell, like, you know, how you feel about the situation. Yeah, closed fist indicates more to me, like, all right, let's scrap. Right. The push of the face is more of like a disrespectful. Wasn't a push, though. Wasn't a push. It, yes, it was. Once no, he had, it once wasn't. he, it was a slap, and once he reached the skin, he then pushed no. his head away. Re, no, rewatch the clip. Rewatch but it. The 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 closed hand clocking like cross to the to the temple is more like okay, I'm intentionally trying to fuck you up. Right. That what I saw from Jawan wasn't I'm intentionally trying to fuck you up. It's you're pissing me off, and I'm gonna lose my cool, but I can still contain it in a certain way. <laughs> that was contained. <laughs> Eagleson, you've got 72 hours to show the world why hockey is the this preferred sport <laughs> the of sport. your psychotic country. Speaking of which, let me uh, open up the uh, NHL standings. I just got an error. Oh, yeah. Are you okay. sure you want to open up? Before, <laughs> before Eagleson does go on his one minute. Oh, the Flyers I, oh, are I, legitimately. Hold on. Hold on. I want to no. share. Go ahead. I want to share some news I, I found out on. And then I'm upset with Eagleson over. Abe, I don't know if you have the standings up. Do you know do. the team in last place? I was just going to say that. I was, we haven't heard from no, Eagleson it, it just, I was just literally about I'm to looking say. at it right now. The Flyers and the Kraken are two of the worst teams in hockey. My two find, teams. Find the team. There's the another team. Lowest that amount is dead, of points. Dead last in, in the, the entire, entire league. The Kraken. Mm-hmm. 
No, mm-hmm. enti- go to overall. The Canadians. Yes, dead last in the whole league. That's what I was going to say. Cause Am I supposed to be surprised by that? They were in the, they Stanley, were in the Stanley Cup, Cup last, last year. year. And that was the team Eagles. How am I supposed to know that? Come it's on. Fair. Who Eagles else was in the Stanley Cup last year? Do you need a year? minute? Do you need more? There's... I don't think I need a minute at all. Like, there's not been any headlines really for hockey. The season's just been chugging along. I was really just going to come on here and say Montreal sucks and they're in last place. I called and, that and, preseason. And Toronto so is doing fake. great. And they've been doing amazing. Did you guys see Matthews lose a tooth the other game? No. He ran face face first into the post. We're talking not- about hockey. You can cut off the sentence when you say, Did you see? <laughs> no, I see stuff from time to time. Yeah. But I, I don't. Matthew, who to who? Matthews, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs. What did he do? He ran like face first into the post of the net and knocked a tooth out. But he had a pretty funny quote. I guess I can probably put it in here after. But uh, he, the reporter asked him like, "What, what was going through your head when that happened?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I, uh, I saw the net and I saw the post and I thought, what would happen if I put my face right through it?" Just kind of hockey players don't really give much personality, so that's kind of funny. Yeah, how many hockey players think that Jawan Howard should be fired? (laughs) Probably. Not a very high amount of them. Probably not. But hey, it's great to see that your oil that your Leafs Whoa. are doing great. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, um, so you're in. You're all in on them, right? One hundred percent. I chips a legit in the middle. Copper bust. They legit made a trade chance. a few days ago. Perfect. Perfect. Like it trade was one of the perfect move. trades I was imagining. Yep. Got they rid of their pick and roll contract. guy. They're ready to go. Exactly. Yep. And you're 18 now. Have you put yeah. 100 Canadian dollars on them to win it all? I haven't put a few. I'm actually going to do that, but I've been on underdog doing some stuff. It's, it is in Canada, not winning a whole lot, but I am going to put a future on the Leafs. You know how that shit goes. <laughs> yeah. I figured, uh, how do I get the, the snapback headband for my underdog avatar? Mm, wouldn't you like to know? I would wouldn't like you know. like to know? Uh, we'll have to run another contest to get you the headband. Ah, okay. It's like uh, if you beat me in a draft. Oh, okay, it's one we of did a things. hockey okay. draft. Maybe you'd actually be able to beat me. Yeah. But uh, you're a Leafs fan, so you don't really actually know anything. About I think the either. Colorado Avalanche are going to win the championship. They're a hot team. They are hot. I don't know if they're going to win. I do. Okay. Eagleson, what's your funny story? Um, that you have okay. for us. Have you guys ever been bitten by a dog? To, like to aggressively that. bitten, like right, nibbled, like, open like a cute push, open hand push, <laughs> or like bitten, bitten, like blood drawn. I don't think so. I don't think so either. So I was at a little, not a party. Trudeau, please don't seize my bank account. We were under the legal limit of people. Um, and uh, you know we were just screwing around. I was going to like jump on my friend's back, and then this dog comes out of nowhere and bites me right in the ass, like right in the left ass cheek. Drew blood and ah! everything. <laughs> Not quite like that. But I turned around. I was like, what the fuck? And there's this dog bit me in the ass. And there's a giant bloody mark. Well, was it the owner of the person's back you jumped on? No, it was the like this. Mm. No, it was the like, obviously, like the house that we were at. It was their dog. The person. Yeah, well, you back. got him riled like, up, that's... and that's it. You got to know that you got to know. I your didn't pups even know the dog around. was there. We weren't like screwing with the dog or anything. We were just doing our own thing. I didn't even know he was there. So and then, is this like, the time where Jack it. and I are supposed to ask, like, "How's your ass?" <laughs> no, I, I was just funny story. I got bit in the ass Pause. by a dog. He <laughs> bruised up. Yeah, well, like, there's a full-on mark. There's blood and everything. Did no, you play never... through it like a hockey player? Oh, of course. 
You gonna ask for the dog to be fired? <laughs> I have not reached out for any discipline for the dog. No. Put the dog down. <laughs> Jesus, Jack. <laughs> just jokes. Just jokes. No, I don't think you are. You've never really been a dog person. <laughs> no, I am. I am. I am. I am now. Um, all right. Well, stay safe up there because yeah. I know you know things are interesting. Sure We've are. got Abe's birthday a week from today, Ooh. next Monday. Which means the Sixers play the Knicks next Sunday. Are you going to Harden second game? You going to go? Are you going on vacation? You are. Oh, I'll be in Puerto Rico Sunday. All right. But if something to... happens and it gets canceled, I'll see you at the Garden. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. Eagleson, final thoughts. Go Leafs. Go Leafs, baby. And Avalanche. Can they play in the Stanley Cup? Yes. They can. Cool. Jack, don't act like you do that. You know what? Before we go, let's play a little game. Jack. Eagleson, don't answer this. Jack. <clears throat> hypothetically speaking, can the Florida Panthers and the Minnesota Wild play each other in the Stanley Cup? Oof. Minnesota? I think they're in the West, so yes. Correct. Jack, can the Chicago Blackhawks and the Ottawa Senators play each other in the Stanley Cup? Oh. No, they're both my, in the my hometown centers. Nope. nope, east and west. <laughs> who who is Chicago's in the east? Chicago's in the west. Ottawa's in the and east. Ottawa's in the east. Jack, Isn't Ottawa out far west. Jack, Ottawa's twenty the... minutes from me. We're on the yeah. east coast. Jack, can the Colorado Avalanche and the Arizona Coyotes play in the Stanley Cup? No, because Arizona's eliminated from playoff contention. Arizona's but also not a real the team. They're gonna play in a college stadium with five thousand seats. They are Jack. a fake franchise. Jack, can the Nashville Predators and okay. the San Jose Sharks play each other no, in the Stanley West. Cup? They're West. They're nice. West. They're West. Can the Edmonton Oilers and it's the, the Canadian teams that throw me <laughs> off? I know. And can the Edmonton Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes play each other? I think Carolina's East and. And who is it? Edmonton. I, th- uh, I think they're West. So yes. So yes. All right. Nice. Not bad. Nice. Not I would have gotten so many of those wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to throw it. Nashville is a good one, but they are East Chicago West. being in the West is a, is a is, nice trick. Yeah, that that one's a tough. Uh, one. What can I? What else could I trick you on? I could trick you on. Nah, I mean everything else is really. Um, can the Calgary Flames? <laughs> And the I know St. Louis Calgary. Blues play each other in the Ooh. Stanley Cup. No, they're both West. I know th- I know my Western team. All right. well, I know East better, but I know who's not. I know none of that. But all right, that's enough of uh, who does That's it. enough hockey. Uh, hockey fans, you've got 72 hours 72 to prove hours. to us how good the sport is. I know I won't be watching, but... Baseball fans, you're still locked out. All right, you know what? <laughs> Tron- Toronto plays Montreal tonight. I'll go put. How much should I put on that? I'll let you guys decide this for me. Eighteen now. Why not? Okay. Why don't wait? Why I see that look go? in your eyes, and I already Whoa, regret this. Time out. <laughs> All right. What? But in our states, like you would have to put odds on that, like to okay. win by two goals. Or wait, there's a big underdog contest right now, Eagle Sim. Monday puck drop, $5, $5,000 of prizes, or 
The empty netter, $15 entry, $1,200 of prizes. Wow. Or you give me a pick em winner, Peter Mrazik, over under 25 and a half saves. John Tavares, over a half assist. John Tavares, three shots. Morgan Riley, two and a half shots. Sam Montembelt, 30 and a half saves. Josh Anderson, two shots. What do you like there? Um, pick I me like a the, winner. The, the, the Taveras <clears throat> over assists. Okay. And... Hockey assists count, so. And I would take the under in it to various shots as well. Really? Yeah, he usually sits in front of the net, and he more okay. tip pucks in if anything. Um, okay. Well, I can only take ones of oh, Tavares. Only one. so who do you like? Yeah, who do you uh, like? Or the what do you like better? Assist. The over okay. assist. And then I need it from Montreal. Sam Montembeault, thirty and a half saves, or Anderson two shots over under Ooh, saves saves on the over. You think so? Good game out of Sam tonight. Um, last time, last I time know. I watched a uh, Leafs game, the opposing goalie had about forty-eight saves. So. Yeah, so like, and he's the same kind of guy that we could just get goalied by. He's kind of a nobody. So, all right, that's what I'm taking. Yeah, let's go, Johnny T. I'm locked in. Um, all right, we really have talked too much hockey. So <laughs> seventy-two Eagleson, more hours of it. Thank you, Abraham. Happy early birthday. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.